All right, man. Sorry about that. We're back once again. I'm Jake Krez. This is Mild Sauce Radio. We're doing our Saturday live sessions all day long. We're just having uh, live shows. We just had the three-piece morning show with Portia King, Jamal Andrus, and Sean Grant, which went great. You can check that out on mildsauce.co. We got that streaming on the front page. But right now, we got one of our favorite shows of the week, and that is the Steve Bright Rock Discovery Chicago Rock Discovery Show. We're still working on the name. It's episode three. What's going on, Steve? Thanks I'm for coming. I'm doing great. Here. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you for being back to the show. Uh, this is uh, week three, man. We're really getting into things now. Uh, the first two shows, if you guys weren't uh, around for them, we checked out what was going on in the, the exciting bands for the new year that Steve has uh, checked out. Steve is a a dedicated member of the underground punk, hardcore, uh, all things rock scene here in Chicago. So you can catch him all over uh, the city, in and around shows, behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, all things scene why absolutely absolutely as long as i can afford it i'm out there absolutely um and then also we're getting into more show things today we have a featured beer that we are going to be uh showing off uh you want to tell us a little bit about the yeah uh, beer yeah, you yeah to absolutely you know so what better way to uh kick off the afternoon listening to some fucking cool ass music than uh drink some tasty brews so, absolutely so today um and again trying to keep everything as local as possible we're drinking some uh lou from solemn oath brewery that is out of naperville out on the west side so you may the, the have far west side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely so you may have uh if you uh are a beer aficionado you may have had their uh ipas they got a couple of big ones around in the city the uh snaggle tooth bandana oh, okay yeah or the uh kidnapped by vikings those Kidnapped are, uh, by Vikings. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like an IPA, actually. <laughs> exactly. You got to have some tough-ass name to have a fucking uh, strong IPA. Right, man. But today we're switching it up. It's uh, a little bit different. So this is a Kolsch-style German beer. It's called uh, Lou from Solemn Oath. And it's uh, a little bit lighter, a little bit more sessionable. So it means uh, it's a... Uh, what is it? What do we got? I got some notes here. 4.7% ABV. So. Show that uh, can off to the... Absolutely. There you go. Real quick, that's the... Uh, Lou from Salamoth in uh like I said, it's it's a little bit lighter, so you can uh, pound down uh, and not get too fucked up uh, quick. So. Pound down, bro. <laughs> pound down. Uh, the interesting thing about this beer too is that when you take a sip of it, it actually tastes like it's going to be more like a uh, like a thicker beer, but then it goes down very smooth on the yeah. end. Which I thought when you brought this, it was going to be like a like a thick Guinness type beer or something like that. By the way, it looks, but mm-hmm. not the case. Man. Yeah, it's a good gonna... Saturday sunny day beer. Actually, Absolutely. It's a nice yeah, choice. That's why nice I choice. It was perfect. And that's why I brought it. You know, it's nice and light, and uh, you know, keeping it a little bit lighter with the uh, with the beer as with the music. So on this week's episode, we're going to be playing around a little bit with. Uh, Great Lakes Pop Punk, and uh, we're going to be dipping into some modern stuff and also dating back up to uh, and including like 25 years back. So, and then as a little add on, a little kick in the balls from LA. So, a kick in the balls pop from LA. punk this hour. All right. Um, well, let's check it out. Without further ado, what, uh, what do you want to jump into first? Yeah. So, we'll kick off this week um, with a song from a L.A. band called Bad Cop, Bad Cop. It's a uh, four-piece, all-female uh, group of ass-kickers out of L.A. And this is uh, a track called Victoria, right. and it's on their most recent album, Warriors, which came out uh, a couple months ago this summer. All right, let's check it out real quick. This one's called Victoria by Bad Cop, Bad Cop. This is Victoria, Victoria, just like a morning Victoria, 
right, and that was Victoria by Bad Cop, Bad Cop. We're back here once again, uh, Steve Bright, hosting the Steve Bright Chicago Rock Discovery Show. I'm Jake Krez, this is Mild Sauce Radio. Yeah, that was dope. That felt like some old school punk rock a little bit. Like, Absolutely. Uh, and this is the band out of L.A., you were saying, mm-hmm. that you caught, what, around New Year's time? Yeah, so this is kind of the, uh, the origin of this week's episode, so getting back in the uh, time machine and going back a couple weeks. Um, I caught a great set out at Reggie's down on South State. Um, it was Suicide Machines, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Direct Hit, The uh, Eradicator, and Rebel Spies. It was uh, a couple weeks ago, and like I said, um, this is a great opportunity to check out a little bit of what's going on in the pop punk scene all around the Great Lakes Midwest area. So. Bad Cop, Bad Cop being a little bit of the outlier, um, they're the only West Coast band. They fit in stylistically, but like I said, um, trying to keep things local, we'll get into a little bit more of the uh, the local flair coming up. But <clears throat> we're going to be coming up with, a, uh, with another track from them. And as you see, um, for all the uh, video listeners, I was... Uh, you know, um, <laughs> Jake has uh, mentioned before that I like to uh, buy merch and wear shirts around on the uh, yeah the ultimate the ultimate purveyor of uh, local bands in the city for sure. Right? Absolutely, got to support the theme. You know, anybody uh, viewing, you know, you can check out the uh, Bad Cop Bad Cop from the uh, 2017 North American Tour shirt. There it is. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got video, y'all. We had to use it. Exactly, uh, exactly. And this one is called Wild Me? Yeah, so this is another song from uh, that same album, Warriors, by Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and the track is called Wild Me. Dope, let's check this one out.
Brown, all the things that happen in the world. Uh, Steve, of course, uh, comes to play every week. He's got the beer to coincide with the shirt, to coincide with the show, to coincide with the rest of our country in the afternoon. So it's a very tight situation we got going on over here at Miles House Radio. Uh, for those who might have not been listening earlier, so we got the t-shirt. Uh, Steve's a big, big merch guy. Often cop shirts, talks to the bands afterwards. That's why we have him here today. Kind of a, a connoisseur of, of sorts. Absolutely. Um, but the shirt toss to the band, that was Bad Cop, Bad Cop. L.A. band that you said you caught right about New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, uh, that was at where, Reggie's? Yep, that was at Reggie's. Okay. Um, and wh- wh- who else was playing on that? Uh, so that was, a, that was a big New Year's Eve pop punk uh, spectacular. You know, if you... Uh, Think back to your youth, um, you know, if you were uh, picking up like Epitaph Records, Fat Records, uh, Hellcat Records, all that, uh, all that sunny California, you know, melodic pop punk um, compilations back in the day. This is what we're talking about this afternoon, but with a Midwest Great Lakes um, flair. And I think uh, the funny thing is our conversations often are centered around the idea of like me trying to find my place in rock with you i think yeah like i come from a more like soul r&b world um but i've always enjoyed our conversations because i when i was a kid punk was such a big thing in my life uh like all the way through middle school and high school but you know it just left my world at a certain point and talking to you like we bring up like epitaph records that was something as a kid i was like very much into we talked about getting those sampler cds and like mm-hmm. the old uh, like ride bmx magazines and stuff like that absolutely um very nostalgic. It's cool that there's still people doing this because to me, like I'm, I'm an asshole. I didn't, I didn't stick with it. I didn't, I didn't keep digging. So I'm ignorant to the fact. That's why I like hanging out with you on Saturdays and hearing about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would like if somebody was listening to something else? Like, what was a band that might be like more mainstream uh, or maybe like uh, that might be more you know popular to a larger audience that would fit well for for an audience like this as well yeah absolutely you know if if you're sitting there and you, if you're a fan of like no effects or the mighty mighty Boston's or uh, mustard plug less than jake you know see this now you're talking my language a little bit i know these guys <laughs> absolutely absolutely this is um this is a lot of stuff that was really bubbling up um in the early 90s and i think back and a lot of this stuff it's interesting you know with a couple of these bands on this showcase this afternoon being on Fat Records, you know, that that's a record label done by uh, Fat Mike from No Effects. That goes back to the early 80s. I and actually can, never knew that. I yeah. know that record label. I never knew that little piece. I didn't mm-hmm. know he ran that. But that's, that's very dope. Yeah, so, like, a lot of this stuff grows back out of that West Coast vibe, but I find it interesting how, like, you know, it had its roots in... California and Berkeley in like the early 80s with no effects and fat records and epitaph and how that kind of that 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 harmonizing out of the roots of bad religion and epitaph um, that that harmonizing West Coast um, LA style of punk then you throw in a little bit of the uh, you know bands like Operation Ivy that came a little bit later and they bring a, a bit of that Jamaican by way of London second wave ska punk revival into the mix and then you get into the 90s and this is where like you know operation ivy comes out in like 89 Mm -hmm. and then it just explodes across the country again with bands like suicide machines and mustard plug and uh chicago's own slapstick um these are a lot of bands that that were taking that stuff from the west coast and really building on it would you say that like 
in my impression of a lot of the music that we talk about, especially in like the rock and punk scenes, is that like it seems like the scene is more nationalistic than it is like city by city. And that might be more of like a, a modern day situation, you know, contemporary mm-hmm. internet, stuff like that. But even when you're talking about like 89, the fact that like something else happening in California swept through, you know, other parts of the country and affected the music that they were making. You know, a lot of other music forms are a little more, I, I'm trying to think of the word, a little more like in a nutshell in their own city. You know, like mm-hmm. city to city, you'll hear different like dance elements. or You'll hear like house from Chicago, house from Detroit, house in New York is different. Um, but it's interesting when you talk about these themes that happen because in the bands you're mentioning, yeah, I remember hearing it. I remember hearing these guys from here and these guys from here. And they were kind of playing on similar things. Is that scene or is that world just like way more intertwined than most? Or is it, what would what, what you credit that to? You know, I, I think as a sound, you know, genres ebb and flow, like I've said before. And, oh, yeah, and that, that ska-influenced pop punk, you know, it's, it's not bubbling up to the forefront these days but i think you know it has its roots going back to the 60s in jamaica it makes its way out to uh london then it comes back sky in the 60s in jamaica yeah that's absolutely. really interesting see these are like the parts <laughs> of music history that i'm ignorant to that i love talking to you about because like uh sky today is looked at as such like a 90s poser anthem kind of situation now right absolutely, like, it's just, absolutely. that's where it is now i mean nickelback was cool for <laughs> two minutes for some to somebody but um yeah Skaz is like one of those things that like when i was a kid it was such a big deal and now it's like kind of got this like little tongue-in-cheek thing to it i don't know mm-hmm. so it's good to see that there's somebody out here rocking with it and like making it taking it into a new era and whatnot absolutely absolutely and we'll be getting into that about a little bit later with a band uh, called suicide machines that we'll be playing up ahead but all right so who we got next so we don't want to keep it too long oh yeah absolutely so coming up next we've got moving on and i think in the um i'm going to approach this uh this afternoon look in the same order, let's say, as the uh, the show that I saw a couple weeks ago. So sure. next up, we're going to hit a Chicago band called The Eradicator. Now, The Eradicator is interesting. The, uh, the entire premise of the band is based off of a, a Kids in the Hall skit called The Eradicator from 1989. So this is this is diving back pretty deep. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. This is a deep cut. So well, it's also... Kinda- also, a rap group in Chicago called Kids in the Hall. So there you like, go. Yeah, that's a lot of another, lot of another vocal connection. <laughs> but um, this band is fucking hilarious. It's it's uh, masterminded by one guy, and when he gets a band together, he comes out and plays. So we had the uh, luxury of seeing him on New Year's with a full band backing him up, which was Direct Hit, which is another band that I'll be talking to later. But um, this band, like I said, they they have an entire theme based off of the character, the Eradicator, and the Kids in the Hall. And the first song that we're going to be hearing off of um, the their self-titled full-length debut called The Eradicator is called I Am The Eradicator, of course. The Eradicator. Who would have thought we'd say that that many times in exactly. the show? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, man. Check this one out. It's called I Am The Eradicator by... The Eradicator. The Eradicator. All right. Check this one out, guys.
personality situation happening they can't decide who they want to be but <laughs> i'm a squash man i'm the eradicator we're all over the place with these guys but uh a lot of energy a lot of like a lot of fun with that uh, absolutely very, very dope. absolutely and they put on a great stage show i mean um uh, these are i chicago recommend too? absolutely okay. chicago local um i recommend you know um if you haven't seen the skit before give it a quick youtube Oh, yeah, we'll try to get it, that it up on Miles House for the you. experience. <laughs> it's certainly interesting. But um, was it like a legendary skit, or was it like was it one that like people would remember off you know, hand? It's, or it's like, one. It's it's a it's kind of a deep cut, but it's definitely memorable. And if you see them live or see the skit, you know um, they dress up like the uh, the character in the skit. Oh, they really so, take, it, yeah, take it. Okay, all right. I respect that. I respect a good. So theme. if you're a kids in the hall fan, you know what's up. <laughs> okay, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> and you know, like I said, it was a couple weeks ago I saw them, and um, they're going to be doing another set February 24th out in Crystal Lake. At the uh, Catapult Records and Toys. Oh, so uh, all right. If you get that opportunity, be sure to check them out. They're going to be playing around on the uh, out in the burbs coming up. The Crystal Lake, very much in the burbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't been out there since I used to cover <laughs> high school football games back in the day. Being a Chicagoan, I think it'll be a little bit of a challenge to get out there, <laughs> but I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> that's real. That's real. I might have to get them next time in the city. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so where are you like? Where would they stack up as far as like Chicago? Like where are they on your list of Chicago bands? That, like if they're if like tonight. You found out they were playing. If they were playing, um, if I didn't have anything going on, I'd definitely yeah. be down there. You know, it's it's something that um, I've been seeing it a little bit lately in the last few years, and I'm sure they've always been around. You know, but it's it's a little bit of those uh, those bands based like concept band. Okay. Where it's like I don't know how long or what the longevity is for something like this, but it's fun while it lasts, and go check it out. You know, um, I'd say it's not dissimilar to like. Uh, the Hamburglers or Max Sabbath or the Oakley Doakleys. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, as you would. Um, all right. 
Well, yes. Very so, dope shit. I mean, uh, what else you got? You taking us around? We just went from LA to Chicago. Where are we going next? All right. So next up, we're going across the pond. We're going right over to Detroit, Michigan. Oh, the, the little pond. The little pond. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, man, this is Great Lakes pop punk. That's right. We're moving around episode. the lake now. That's right. Yep. So popping right over, we've got Rebel Spies as our next band. Rebel Spies. And they've got a. Uh, they've just formed very recently. They've got a um, new full length out called Rise. We're going to be hearing a couple tracks off of that. Like I said, they are a Michigan, Detroit, Michigan-based pop-punk band. And if you're a fan of, like, Bad Religion or The Misfits or Alkaline Trio, you know, these, these guys are going to be right up your alley. It's like some real... Like, what would you consider that? Like, to me, I would consider that, like, some real core punk rock. Absolutely. Like, very it's not traditional. not so much in the early, early stuff, but it was kind of in that real core... Would you call that a golden age? I would know. say, you know... I think the purists would say that, you know, the golden age might be like 81 to right. 86. That's so that's like the birth of yeah. hardcore and punk, you know, when it evolved out of the Sex Pistols and the Ramones. Right. And then, you know, it's debatable. You know, do you want to say it's it's middle class out of the West Coast or bad brains? You know, I lean towards bad brains. But right. you know, yeah, yeah. that is that is point one of like hardcore. And what I feel like is when punk music kind of grew out of its arty, you know what I mean? Hmm. Experimental phase. You know, if you think back to like early punk with um, Blondie and Talking Heads, and you know what? New I feel York like stuff. that's kind of where rap's at right now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like rap just went through their arty Kanye West, my dark twisted fantasy, and Frank Ocean, and mm-hmm. like, and now they're getting into now we got fucking Lil Pump and Extentation, <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting into their grimy weird stage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I it's feel interesting because I feel like these these very much like. Uh, mirror each other in the way they kind of go up and down yeah absolutely so i think you know a band like rebel spies you know this this gets into the phase of punk where you know the experimentation is kind of done and people are kind of falling into the tropes that they want to carry on and Mm. the stylistics Mm. that they want to carry people are kind of finding niches a little Mm -hmm. bit at this point Mm -hmm. okay and i think uh, rebel spies is a real good example of that that second wave we know what the fuck we're doing but Mixed in with a lot of um, character that you're hearing around punk bands from the Midwest. You know, I feel, and it might be a Chicago bias, but listening to some of these tracks from um, Rebel Spies, I'm catching bits of, um, you know, Crimson era Alkaline Trio, or on other tracks, it even goes back to, you know, stuff that Naked Raygun or Pegboy was doing back in the uh, 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to hear, you know, that that accomplished journeyman, you know, skilled punk music with these um cues that we've been hearing in the midwest that that you know i think growing up around here you know you get a little bit accustomed to you know we're so used to being in the center you know there's the east coast you know very agnostic front bad brains very authoritative driving punk then once you get the west coast stuff it's more melodic more Mm -hmm. harmonized like bad religion like no effects and in chicago it always chicago i've always felt is is kind of a it's the meeting point between the East and the West. And, and course, the, the yeah. best bits of each of those styles kind of comes up to uh, fruition and bubbles in the city. That's why we got the best music out here, man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So let's uh, catch you, uh, cut you into a track from uh, um, Rebel Spies. I believe the first song we're going to be hearing is called See You in Hell. See You in Hell. Let's do it. All right.
All right. We're back again, man. This is Miles House Radio. This is the Chicago Rock Discovery Show with Steve Bright. Absolutely. What's up, Steve? All right, we're doing great. So we just got uh, done listening to There's Nothing Left For Me Now by Rebel Spies off their debut album, Rise, and they are from uh, Detroit, Michigan. All right, and right before that, we had See You In Hell. Yep. Uh, kind of depressing song names, to be honest with you. But the, the music didn't... The, mu- the thing about rock, punk rock music sometimes to me is that I feel like they arbitrarily sometimes label their songs. Because a lot of times... Punk songs specifically have nothing to do with the tone of the song at all. You know what I mean? Like, it, Come on, you're punk. You got to be hard. You can't be uh, titling your songs like Flowers and Daisies. And I'm not stuff. saying to <laughs> label it Flowers and Daisies, but like, you know, it has some connotation of the way the music sounds. But mm-hmm. not, not that I'm hating on it at all. I fuck with it. It's like a, it's like weird juxtaposition. It's like a weird curveball. You don't know what you're getting every time. Right. <laughs> um so, like, how did you catch these guys? Where did you find them? Like, have you been up to Detroit? Have you seen that scene up there before? Is that something you've been able to do? No, I haven't. I've not had the pleasure of getting out to uh, see the uh, Detroit punk scene. But, um, you know, luckily it's close by enough that you're getting a lot of people that are coming around to Chicago. You know what I mean? A lot of people from Indianapolis, Gary, mm-hmm. they're coming into Chicago to play shows. Uh, Grand Rapids and Detroit. Um, so, you know, it's it's a big hub. Milwaukee, Madison. Sure. You know, this is a nice little loop around the lake. And um, I think uh, a lot of these bands can get a lot of cool exposure, you know, hitting a couple of these big cities. Totally. And if I'm not mistaken, like band called Death, they were from Detroit as well, were they not? Yeah, I believe so. So, so the, there's yeah, a, there's some yeah. nice roots in in uh, punk that go all the way back to what like the '60s. That was one of the earliest. Oh punk yeah, bands, I mean, right? you, you want to talk about punk and in, in uh, Michigan, you know, I think aficionados could go back to uh, Iggy Pop, Iggy and the Stooges, you know, Shit, back in yeah. the '60s. Um, you know, they Detroit, Michigan, Motor City, you know, that's a birthplace of a lot of fundamental, you know, rock-based music, you know. Alice Cooper is... Uh, is he from Yeah, Michigan? he's really? originally from Detroit, you know, now he's golfing down in Arizona, <laughs> but <laughs> he's a Motor City guy. You know, one of my favorite documentaries I've seen uh, in, like, the recent memory is uh, Shep Gordon. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Uh, Supermensch. It's a documentary about Shep Gordon, the guy who managed Alice Cooper. Oh, wow. And it's an amazing, <laughs> like this guy's an amazing manager, but the way his whole career started is that he uh, went out to LA to become a prison guard for some reason, but he was in that prison guard type and he got like beat up by the guards and kicked out the first day. Like, well, you're not going to make it. <laughs> and so he decided to drop a bunch of acid and went and laid down and like partied at this motel he was at and woke up next to the pool. The next morning he was laying next to Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix and they said, hey man, you're really fun. You should manage our friend Alice. And this dude ended up like making Emerald Lagasse a big thing. He was like, uh, he, he was like one of the most legendary managers of all time, but he started with Alice Cooper. So he was like the one who put the bra uh, or the panties on the, on the, on the album and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like all those little marketing schemes. That's Wait, amazing. Yeah, like it's really <laughs> interesting. You should check that out. And all you out there, if you haven't seen it, Supermensch on Netflix. Uh, for all you music fans, it's one of like Supermensch. Super yeah, Mensch. Like the, uh, the what is that? Like a, a Yiddish term, Mensch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Kind of went off on that one. But no yeah, worries. Alice Cooper, no man. Uh, it's one of the cooler things. We got some stuff to get through, though. Absolutely. Let's keep moving through it. I bet I'm like getting us off track. We got to keep no problem. Going. No problem. So bringing it back into the music realm. Next up traveling just north of illinois to milwaukee wisconsin for direct hit direct hit yep they were the next band on the uh, lineup at that show that i checked out and again you know yet another great 
Midwestern um, Great Lakes pop punk band. Um, they are from Milwaukee. Tracks are taken from their most current full-length album called Wasted Mind. Um, this is their f- third full-length album. Um, I think they are their finely honed pop punk. You know, they um, just well-crafted songs, real, um, real great vibe, real animated. They put on a great show when we saw them. Um, these guys know what they're doing. Um, really enjoyable time out. They're going to be, um, if you, uh, well, we're going to be catching a couple tracks from them, but they're going to be playing another show coming up. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, with this whole pop punk um, theme that we're going with, you know, one of the bands that came out around this era and has been uh, influenced on a lot of these bands was Less Than Jake. And, you know, uh, Direct Hit will be playing an upcoming show with Less Than They'll be playing Less an upcoming sl- show with uh, Less Than Jake at the Concord Music Hall on uh, February 22nd. Super random. Yeah. No offense to Less Than Jake because we share a name, but uh, super random. That's that's like one of the ones that I would say I remember from back in the day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those guys were stalwarts. And like it, Knock on Wood was Less Than Jake, wasn't it? Yeah. That Mighty Mighty Boston. They were like the same band to me back in the day. Um well, anyway, what do we got? We got what was it? The acid? Yeah. So uh, getting a little bit more uh, lighthearted in uh, <laughs> tone, we've got uh, "Was It the Acid" by Direct Hit off of Wasted Mind. All right, let's check this out real quick.
direct hit coming to us live, well, not live, but live to you via the radio, uh, <laughs> coming to you via Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Man, I got to say, like, haven't been in Wisconsin. I went up there a few, haven't been to Wisconsin. I'm from Illinois. It's like our playground up north, right? Uh, having been to Wisconsin in my, like, 20s, I used to, I've gone up there plenty to Milwaukee just to get, like, a cheaper night, you know, cheaper yeah. night out, cheaper date, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, I can imagine having been to New York and seeing how, like, few bands can be in New York just because of the rent and the space and stuff like that. Uh, Milwaukee, honestly, when, when you brought that up, I was thinking about it a little bit. That's got to be a really nice place to be a band right now. You know what I mean? They got some nice venues up there. Absolutely. They got a lot of space. It's like, you know, you, you like you said, you can get right down here. Our boy Ant uh, 414 is uh, up there right now. He comes down all the time. He makes it seem like it's no big drive at all. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it must be a really nice, like, I never thought about that, but Milwaukee scene must really benefit from the fact of like, cheap rent being up there like you're not too far from anything like yeah absolutely you know it's um it's a great town um i love hanging out up in milwaukee I, I, well the brewery's up there man of course you like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a sucker i've visited more than a couple um but no it's it's a great music town um they've got great venues up there you know they've got a great tradition of welcoming and hosting fantastic music you know they've got the summer fest that they've been doing right. for years up there you know, that's a town that's literally built around music and built with music in mind. So it's always a great spot to and check kind of, stuff out. Kind of in a real sense, too. Not the way, like, Austin is, you know? Exactly, like, and Austin's, exactly. like, facetiously built on me. Like, no, Milwaukee's like, yeah, no, they've just been doing this here for a long time. Not like, we do it. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. very naturalistic, working class music. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and a very relaxed vibe. I, I always have a good time when I'm uh, up north of the border in Wisconsin. Yeah, man. Some of my best, uh, best times growing up have been, like, going to Summerfest and trying to sneak around and get drunk all day, you know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's keep it moving because we're, uh, we're, we're creeping into time a little bit here. But let's. Okay. Uh, what's the next band you got for us? Take us around the lakes. Okay. More. So for the final new band, well, for the final new uh, act that I'm talking about this afternoon is actually the oldest and most established of Irony. all bands. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna be closing things out with the Suicide Machines from Detroit, Michigan. And going back to what we were talking about earlier, these guys, I feel, are a uh, uh, direct link from that West Coast harmonic pop punk vibe that throws in that ska vibe. You know, these guys have been around since 1991, um, Detroit, Michigan. You know, they're taking that that driving pop punk and putting in the, the lighthearted funness of that that ska beat, keeping it playful. Um, these guys were you know absolute dedicated professionals they put on a great show the crowd loved them um great to see you know a band that doesn't necessarily consistently put out records or tour anymore but to get a really great turnout and a really great showing from you know the midwest they they gave it out to the the crowd and the, the you know the crowd gave it right back to them it was a really fun night out and this is a band that, like I said, it, they date back to 1991. So before a lot of people were born. I was going to say, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you yeah. circled back to that point. Because <laughs> my point I was going to make is that I appreciate you like crazy. And one of the things I love about you is that you were going to shows when everybody else in this room was 
barely eating and standing up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're bringing some knowledge that we don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 1991, me, Ryan, and Joe were just uh, crawling on crawling on the floor and stuff. <laughs> um, but no, man, it's, uh, that's why that's why we appreciate you. That's why you're an asset here at the Mild Sauce Radio. And we're about to jump into some new music from Suicide Machine. Yeah. So what this is is this is actually like I said they um they haven't been consistently putting out records. They're kind of on a semi hiatus, and then they'll pop their heads up every once in a while and put on a great live show. But what we're going to be hearing from is uh, some deep cuts off of an album. Oh, let me let me check it. It was called On the Eve of Destruction. And this is a collection from 1991 to 1995. This is um, EPs, singles, and releases that they put out before they got signed to their Hollywood Records um, major label debut in 96. So the first track we're going to be hearing is called Inside Outside. Inside Outside. Here's that from Suicide Machine. Check it out, Joe.
right, man. We're back again. That was dope, man. That was really, really dope. I love those guys a lot. Suicide Machine. Uh, we fit in a little bit of a previous band. Uh, yeah, the, um, the direct hit. hit that was my bad. <laughs> that was my fault. That was my fault. Produ- production error. But uh, we did get into two songs from uh, Suicide Machine. That was Hey and Inside Outside. Yep. Oh, man, these guys are a lot of fun. That little ride out at the end of the of Hey was like probably my favorite part of any song we've listened to so far. Absolutely, like, yeah, absolutely. Kicking into know, a second gear and whatnot. Just keeping it all upbeat this afternoon. Hey, it's, it's a day to do that, man. It's what, 50 degrees in January in Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> which is rare as shit. Shout out Global Warming. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah man so this has been like the bands that they you dropped off a whole load bands for us once again uh lots to sift through we're gonna have these up on the website for you guys you can check them out mildsauce.co slash radio steve has his whole playlist and track list for all these guys up we'll make sure we get it to you guys will have a real easy way to check everything out from today absolutely um we're going to be back again next Saturday. But you got some shows coming up. Tell us what's happening in the city that you got. Yeah, moving. so I just wanted to give some shout-outs to some of the bands that we've been listening to today. So just to reiterate, on February 22nd at the Concord Music Hall, Direct Hit is going to be playing, opening for Less Than Jake. And then February 24th at Catapult Records in Crystal Lake, The Eradicator is going to be putting on a show. So if you're out and about and get a chance, check them out. It's going to be well worth your time. And then, um, you know, if you want to check out, um, I take pictures and stuff, so check out my uh, Twitter or Instagram. It's uh, Collarbone666, and uh, you can find the link on the website. And then next week, if all goes according to plan, I think we're going to uh, change up the pace a little bit, and we're going to get into some stoner doom metal from the uh, Chicagoland area. Stoner Doom Metal. I think that's something the studio knows quite a bit about over here. <laughs> hey, man, thank you so much for coming Absolutely. back out again this week. Uh, we're going to, hey, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure for real. Uh, we're going to have plenty more Steve Bright. Follow him at Collarbone666 on all social media. This has been Jake Krez, Mild Sauce Radio. You guys can check us out at mildsauce.co, mildsauce.co slash radio. Mild Sauce Radio on Twitter, and it's kind of hot on Twitter as well. Uh, we're going to be back again later today with another show with our man Mars and Do Right Radio, but we're going to jump off for a moment. Thanks again to Steve, and uh, check it out, Chicago. We're going to play one more from... Uh, I think we're going to be going out on uh, one more Bad Cop, Bad Cop Bad Cop, Bad Cop. I messed up. Uh, I didn't look at your shirt. I messed up. <laughs> off their new record, Villains. Uh, this is uh, Warriors, and this is the title track off that new record. All right, let's do it. <laughs>